up everybody it's your boy blanco welcome to episode four of talk your talk with blanco appreciate everyone who's tuning in especially it's tapped into the first three episodes i appreciate the support very very much uh, goes a long way and the topic that i want to start today's episode episode off with today is about being a product of your environment and just a couple days ago i was having this conversation with someone and this was more so in relation to, I believe we may have been discussing gangs and just the impact and influence that has on those who end up being a part of gangs um, and, and just what that does to them. And do they really have a choice when it comes to that? Do they not? Uh, but for me, as I think about it and introduce it here on episode four of Talk Your Talk, I more so think of it as a universal thing. Like you can be a product of your environment in so many different ways. And, you know, like that includes gangs and includes just really just your upbringing. I don't even want to just say just uh, gangs. It's not just exclusive to that. It, I think it ultimately is just dictates your upbringing and who you are. And that's in a from a mental standpoint, emotional standpoint, spiritual standpoint, everything uh, being a product of your environment. And it kind of makes me think, you know, for example, for myself, I came from being a product of environment in which I'm an only child raised by a single mom. And in the time being of being able to grow up and observe my mom and her situations, um, you know, my mom was never married or I never had that like go-to father figure where at least that I'll, you know, never was really comfortable being like, Oh, you know, that's my dad or whatever it may be. Um, and for me, I look at that and just some of the things that I saw in my upbringing in life. And like, I know for me, for example, when it came to being a partner, like one thing that I was just a hundred percent totally against was like cheating or being a cheater or anything like that. And I think that ultimately was influenced by me being a product of my environment in the form of wanting to be like, Hey, whenever I get into a relationship, like I know for sure that I want to be as faithful and as committed as possible. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like being a product of your environment can go two ways. It's one of those things where you're either going to, I guess, I don't want to call it like the bad route, but you're going to do the same exact thing of where you come from, or you can even do the opposite because you're motivated or influenced by the environment that you were brought up in. And I think sometimes when you want to stray away from being a product of that environment, um, sometimes it can kind of lead to you trying to perfect it. And as we know, there's no such thing as, as perfection. Um, and I think in the case of me, I think back to my situation of being in a relationship and like as a partner, I kind of felt like sometimes I had these unrealistic ideas of wanting to be such a great partner that sometimes I think it led to me doing things that probably impacted me in a more negative way. Like, for example, and this is actually something that might kind of bridge another topic within this episode here is about knowing about your partner's past and for me before I got into a relationship and experienced that for me I was very very against like past just anything in connection to the past I just wasn't on board with like I know for me anytime whether if I just barely talked with a girl or however long it may have lasted once her and I were done it was a wrap for me like I was done. I didn't want to be connected to you. I didn't want to be friends with you on social media. Didn't want to talk to you. Nothing like I was going to see you, but not see you. And now that I've gotten older and been through a relationship and things of that nature, you come to realize just how honestly, how dumb it is to want to feel like that. Don't get me wrong. There's just 
when you go through a relationship and let's say when things end off, definitely the dynamic of things changes over time. Um, and that's not only just in the form of relationships, but it could just be friendships as well. Whatever the case may be, a dynamic is always going to be impacted once experiences and chemistry and emotions and all those kind of things get involved. Um, and now I, I look at it where, you know, speaking back in connection to being a product of our of my environment and being influenced to want to be such a great partner. I think there's times where sometimes, you know, when you get with someone, you definitely want to know about their past and what they've, who maybe they've been involved with things of that nature. Uh, but I think sometimes there, you forget there should be a boundary to that. Um, and knowing that, Hey, you don't need to know every little detail about your partner's past. And I know for me personally, after being in my first relationship, like I look back and I'm like, that was definitely something at least starting out that, on the plus side, it made me realize my insecurities because I was like, damn, like, bro, she's with you now. Like, the focus should be now rather than wanting to know so much about the past. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with wanting to know about your partner's past. But when you want to know every little detail and stuff, it's like, all right, you, you're insecure about something. And I think that was definitely something that I had to learn from. And it's interesting. And, and like I said, that was just one form in which for me, being a product of my environment, um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, I think I was having a conversation, the person I was having this conversation with more so in connection to gangs when it came to being a product of your environment, it was one of those things where they kind of felt like an individual or gang member has more of a choice in being like, am I going to go down this route versus not of being a gang member? And for me, I felt like it wasn't as simple as that. It's not as black and white as that. There's just so much more to it, of course. You know, I think mentally, also just from a socioeconomic standpoint in terms of being low class or impoverished, whatever it may be. And, you know, it's it's tough because when you're a product of your environment, more so in a gang, it's I think when you're in a state of survival, you know, you're you're bound to follow that lead or that example that was set for you. And that's where I kind of feel like it's not as simple as saying, oh, you have a choice and if you want to take that route or not, because it's not as simple as that. Um, so, you know, being a product of your environment, um, again, it comes in many different forms. And sometimes I think we need to be reminded that it's also OK to be a product of your environment, like to never be ashamed of where you come from or whatever it may be. Um, and it actually makes me think because uh Man, I forgot what I was watching. Oh, I was <laughs> I was watching the NBA Finals, and it was um, the commentators. It was the commentators, and they were, it was Mark Jackson and I believe it's Stan Van Gundy. And it was some point in the game where like some dudes kind of got in a scuffle or something like that. And I think Stan Van Gundy said something like he would have. I don't know if he would have said he would have pushed dude or he would have confronted him verbally, whatever it may have been. And Mark Jackson was like. No, you wouldn't have. You were from the suburbs. Like, you would not have ran up on them, yada, yada, yada. And it was just hilarious because I think we definitely live in a time now where, of course, social media is so influential, especially in the form of music and stuff. I think back to a time when I was in high school and at the peak of when I was in high school was what many categorized more so out there in Chicago, drill music, but more so just coming up in the peak of like GBE um and just all these other clicks and music labels and stuff that were coming out of Chicago that were just going global and just so influential that you saw so many kids that were you saw so many kids that were influenced and 
copying a lifestyle or mimicking a lifestyle that they knew nothing about and i'm sure it got a lot of them in trouble and stuff like that and um it, it just made me think about how for example like if you're from the burbs homie embrace it like for me i hope to one day raise my family in the burbs not even gonna lie to you i think a important thing for me of course is ensuring that come the day i do have kids um you know, definitely that they're educated to be both book and street smart and definitely knowing about their culture and who they are and where they come from. Um, but yeah, you know, why give in to negativity or try to brag about something that I'm not about or I don't come from? Don't get me wrong. Personally, myself, I do know somewhat about the street life. I'm not I didn't grow up in southeast San Diego, had my stint of a couple years living out there went to Knox Elementary, stuff like that. So you definitely come across people, your your parents have certain friends and you get connected to their kids, stuff like that. I'm fortunate enough to get out of that situation. But, you know, at the end of the day, you should always be proud of where you come from and also don't fake anything that you're not from um, because it's, it's not going to do anything for you. And it also had me thinking about how I think back to when I was in high school and how it was so cool and so ignored for like any and everyone to use gang language and I look back at that and I'm just like man like that is really crazy because I have just such more more of a respect and understanding man like people really lose their lives out here as far as being a product of the environment and being part of gangs and stuff and and for them again when you're in survival mode like that's being in a gang is where you're going to find that protection. That's where you find that sense of family, that sense of love that you may have been neglected or not provided with in, in the upbringing, you know? So that's why I really try to remind myself as well, like, who am I to judge? Um, and it also made, as I've gotten older, made me realize just how I had to stop, you know, saying things like, you know, bull or bicking it or whatever the case may be as far as back to some of the times using those words when I was in high school because, you realize, man, there's people out here who really lose their lives um, behind this gang lifestyle or really go through, you know, police brutality and social injustices or targeting even more because they're marginalized for being a part of a, such a community. Um, so once I was able to put it into that perspective as I've gotten older and that's the perspective that I have now, I'm just like, yeah, like that's that's not cool. That's not the thing to do to be out here wanting to claim something or somewhere that you're not from. It's like you can be you and if you're associated or affiliated with others, then, hey, you know, you want to have a healthy boundary to it. But definitely don't be out here trying to claim something that you're not or trying to claim a set that you're not from or anything like that, because those people who do experience that and go through that, they're a product of their environment nine times out of 10 and, and have to really find a way again, it's, it's out of survival. So I definitely would love to get y'all feedback and y'all thoughts on what it means to be a product of your environment um, and kind of how you feel about it, whether it be in connection to gangs, your own life and upbringing, whatever it may be, definitely feel free to give me your take on it. I'd be more than happy to hear it. Um, but moving on, I feel like I always end up when I go into, I usually try to talk about two topics, two, three topics, an episode. And usually I feel like it always ends up being a connection to like women or relationships, whatever it may be. But I was thinking about how much do women really care about men taking them to like the same date spots in the sense of, <laughs> I remember once I had told my my ex-girlfriend at the time 
or my ex-girlfriend now, I remember I had told her at one point during our relationship just how prior to her, there were other girls that I had took to the same spots, which at the time being just on the latter end of high school, early years of college, like when I would come home for breaks, like I had the go-to spots. For all my San Diego people, if you know about um, Up To You Cafe, go-to spot number one right there. Up To You Cafe definitely is a go-to. Any of future women that I take there possibly don't feel like you're being recycled or nothing like that because that's not what I mean. And actually what I'm trying to get into with this topic here is like, do you think that's a for women out there, like, do you feel disrespected by that if I take you to what I would consider go-to spot? Because um, personally, again, like I said, for my San Diego folks who are familiar with Up To You Cafe, that definitely was, don't get me wrong, I wasn't just taking every girl literally every time that I had a date or just to hang out with a shorty, that was the place. But whether it was like the drive-in theater or if it was Up To You Cafe um, or it may have just been other spots and stuff, but does that really offend women? Like, does it make it feel less special or like I'm not really putting much thought into it? Like, I really would love to know because, I mean, looking at it from the outside looking in, I don't really think it's a problem. Like, I try to kind of put myself in the shoes of like if a girl was like, hey, like, let me take you out or my treat, whatever it may be. And if she told me like, yeah, like I've been here before, like I brought another dude here, yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't really think I would be offended by it if anything especially too because i mean when you go out on a date or something that's not like you're automatically in a relationship with that person or whatever it may be so i don't know personally myself putting my putting myself in that position or in those shoes i don't think i would really be offended by it but would love to get other feedback whether it be from women and from men um or my fellas out there is that something that y'all kind of do like do you have your go-to spots um I don't think there's anything wrong. I mean, you kind of just want to put people on and introduce them to something that you're familiar with. And I think it works out pretty good, but would love to know y'all feedback again, y'all opinions, what y'all think, um, and go from there, you know? So definitely let me know and appreciate y'all tuning in everything else, all these topics. If there's anything in particular y'all would love for me to speak about, please just let me know. I'm more than happy to do so summertime's coming up it's gonna be a great time again this is your boy blanco episode four of talk your talk with blanco appreciate everybody showing love tuning in retweeting likes all that kind of stuff it definitely goes a long way especially because y'all aren't obligated to do so so it definitely means a lot so i appreciate it thank you for tuning in anybody out there who wants to collab let me know we can find a way whether if you're in la or if we're gonna make it work in some other kind of fashion email me Whatever it may be, DM me, tweet me, whatever. I'm down to work. I'm open to work. Let's get it in. Hope y'all have a safe, fun weekend. Let's get it, y'all. It's your boy Blanco, episode four. Talk your talk with Blanco. Deuces.